0: Welcome to Rooted Reasonings,
1: a podcast that explores plant based living,
0: ballistic health and wellness from a diverse global perspective.
1: We hope these conversations inspire you to live your best life. Greetings, we are back. Rooted Reasoning family is back with you. Um, it was a very interesting. An intense last couple of weeks um, which inspired us to dedicate this particular episode to someone who has been a vital part of the roots family and you know that 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 being name is heaven I mean just to give you guys some backstory recently you know um, our dog heaven a shih tzu, purebred. Um, She was a bit under the weather. You know, she fought, she fought, she fought. You know, but unfortunately, you know, she she transitioned. You know, she's no longer with us. So, you know, that's the explanation as well for why there has not been any rooted reasonings because having our baby not be well took a very, huge emotional toll and psychological toll and 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 everything we do and you know we we really had to you know give her you know that 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 moment of silence and being kind of dark on social media and so on for a while because you know she was a vital and crucial part of of the roots family i mean it's 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 less this baby i mean here while i'm speaking i can already feel the emotions boiling over. So you know this this episode is going to be dedicated to our dear heaven and you know, may her little doggy soul rest in peace. I mean we are still in the grieving phase, um, but um, you know we loved her a lot and she 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 has been there with, with the rooted family from the inception of roots, and to lose her was a, a a big loss. But you know Leslie, like how are you? How are you holding up? How how has that been for you? Like you know,
0: it's been. Extremely challenging. It's been difficult. It's been hard. I've been sad. I've recalled memories of heaven and had moments of joy and and laughter. And then it'll switch to moments of just wanting to lay down and cry because I miss her so much. Um, as you mentioned, heaven has been with roots. Since the inception, but she's been with me since she was born almost. I've had her um, since she was about three months old. Um, And she moved with me here, you know, to Grenada. So she was literally my road dog. We traveled together, um, we lived together uh you know we went on our walks in the morning and in the evening we had our little routine down uh you know she was my she was my companion she was my 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 baby and I never thought that she would die so suddenly you know it was just I mean I don't think like death is necessarily expected unless you know someone's like chronically ill and you're you're, you know, you're given a time frame. You kind of like know that they're going to die. But, you know, with a pet, it was just like I had plans for us. Like, you know, we were, we were going to go to Guyana. And, and after that, we were going to go to Guadeloupe, And, you know, we were going to see so many amazing places together and experiences together. And I just didn't see it. Coming. I mean, although I knew she was sick, um, when I took her to the doctors, I, I thought that it was something that was going to be addressed and she'd be healed and, you know, she'd be running around back to her, her usual. Um, but to have her die literally three hours after leaving the hospital, um, was just heart-wrenching I yeah that's so that's where I am
1: I'm so I mean just to trek back a bit and to go go back to some of the fun that times like what are some of the the best and fondest memories you have of, of heaven
0: I'm heavy um and I think I was talking to you about this before Uh, coming home like opening the door heaven literally greeted you like she hasn't seen you in a month after you've been gone for like 10 minutes. Like the same amount of enthusiasm and tail wagging and and jumping and licks you would get from like <laughs> going to the supermarket and coming back or being out on a couple of meetings for in several hours and coming back so that's definitely um miss because i even find myself when i open the door i look down still to like you know get my greeting and that's all changed there's 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 no um <laughs> there's no tail there's no there's no little fluffy um blonde <laughs> doggy coming at me when i come home <laughs> during the day
1: well i mean even for me as well like Heaven was actually the first, well, not really my pet, but the first pet I've had that interaction with in that way, and who was who kinda helped to open me up to the love of pet world, because we started off on a not so good foot, because
0: pet parenthood,
1: yeah, because I didn't. I, I, Heaven was I was a nuisance to me at the at the early stages when I just met her, cause I mean I I never grew up with dogs and and so on. But then after a while, you know, she began to break down my defense work mechanism and my great wall, and we mm-hmm. developed a a close bond where some of I'd be walking on the computer and she'd just come over and just lay at my feet. I just, you know, be so excited to greet me in the morning and 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 so on, and and that in itself kind of weakened my heart in a sense where I got opened up to that unconditional love of, 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 of heaven. And that is one thing I take away from heaven, no matter what, in the face of danger, heaven smiling and and, and giving love. And I used to be like, "Wow, heaven fearless, even, even through her illness, even through her illness, when she was, you know, battered and down and, and experiencing so much internal pain and so on, she was still fighting on resiliently. And still pushing beyond. And for me, like, you know, in terms of like fond memories and major things I would take away, would be her unconditional love and her strength and resilience. Because as Caribbean people usually say, she was little, yes. but she was talawa. She
0: was. she was, she was. She was so spunky and so strong and fearless. Like, There's a dog um, in my neighborhood that, not proud of it, but maybe a little proud of it. She used to bully this dog that was just much bigger than her. The dog used to run and Heaven used to be up there like, "Mm." and she would come and she's like, you're going to play with me whether you like it or not. (laughs) And the other dog would run. I mean, she did not feel that she was a small dog, like she literally saw herself as a pit bull or something i don't know but heavy was fearless we would walk in the mornings and there would be big dogs around and she would just put her head high and strut her stuff and walk like you better not come near me i am coming through and go on about her business so she definitely had a lot of personality and you couldn't help but love heaven. She was just that dog.
1: Well also I think heaven heaven also had some 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 yeah. El genes ancestral energy flowing through her because heaven was like a, a spiritual guru to her. Eh? <laughs> heaven you have a have a reader there where she could scan people's energy oh from a mile. Yeah. Anytime you see you come inside, you come by heaven and heaven you know, calm and nice with you and she and she 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 very relaxed. Good. You you're good. I mean you that good energy. But when you see heaven sense <laughs> negative energy and people that they're in certain kind of vibration. Yeah. Heaven, heaven's alarm bells <laughs> and a red flag and siren is going to be going off crazy. she will be jumping <laughs> around in here there everywhere. Heaven is like they shouldn't be in inside of here. They don't have the best intentions. You know so Heaven is a person, heaven heaven is a straight shooter. If heaven take to you, then you know your heart clean. But if heaven don't take to you, something, you need to check yourself. You need to go and take a spiritual (laughs) bath or something. (laughs) You need
0: to get on out of here. Um, That is so true. Because um, I could even recall instances where she actually barked at people. So, It was like, uh uh-oh, this person is no bueno. Because it's something that she just never, or I should say rarely did. So you knew when someone came into your space and have started to bark or act in an unfriendly manner, then that person was not a person that you needed to necessarily associate with. But once you saw... Heaven was like, you know, friendly and tail was wagging and she gave you that nice, heavy greeting and she would want to come and like sit on your feet while you're here in the living room, then you knew that you were okay, you know? That was an all right person. So she definitely had that uh, alarm system <laughs> where you can gauge from Heavy, who was cool and who wasn't. And it never failed. Like, she was right 100% of the time.
1: Um, Interestingly, um, you, you have had an, a, a fresh experience now. I don't know. Have you experienced... What has been a loss that you have experienced in terms of, like, a, another living being that has impacted you the way that the loss of heaven has impacted you? Uh, so the
0: only other loss I could think about that I've experienced in my life would be the loss of a parent. Um, So that was very traumatic. Um, You know, I went through the stages of grieving similar to what I'm doing now with heavy. Uh, So that's the only other time I can think of experiencing like death uh, in my life other than heaven.
1: So how has the grieving process and coming to grips with it been for you so far cuz it's like this is this is like her 7th day anniversary of of death oh god can, when she, she died on Wednesday, friday say, right don't say that. so this is like 7 days so how has that been that process
0: it's it's, it's it has its ups and downs you know um i was telling yesterday i met up with someone who knew heavy and i told them the news and you know we stood in front of the supermarket like talking and crying and hugging and then she started telling me about her cats and their passing so it was like a fur baby morning session i had so it comes and goes right i could be fine not talking about it but what if someone you know asks about her doesn't know or you know checks in on me to see how i'm doing and then those emotions come back up and those feelings come and i may shed a tear or 2 or 3 but it's not the wound is not as fresh as it was when it just had happened you know i was like really feeling it i was you know thinking about her like all the time and as time has progressed you know the 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 hurt is is it's 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 lessening as far as the freshness of it you know i'm able to Um, recall more of the positive moments and the fun that we had and the things that we did and our little trips, our trips to the beach, you know, our trips abroad. I'm, I'm able to reflect and think on those things and those occasions more so than wallowing in the loss and, you know, in her death and watching her die and, you know, that sort of thing. So it has gotten better.
1: Okay. Yeah. Also, I mean, this was the first time for me where I actually witnessed a living being live get, you know, transferred away from it and have to even be like a, a pulp by um a funeral agency. So
0: whatever. Is this the first time you've seen an animal die?
1: Yeah, I mean I mean I like, have seen like dogs and, and so on get around like the, the the effect of the aftermath of them being run over and so on but to literally like stand there and see, the and see her struggle for her last breath and so on mm-hmm. it was the first time i've experienced that i thought i held up well i mean You're good. You're good. um but i also had to work as a funeral agency so like doing the burial and digging the hole and so on when i when i raised mm-hmm. that up from you know and she was like you know yeah so that was that was a, an interesting experience for me um you know you,
0: did good.
1: I, you didn't cry I, but i didn't cry during the process but i had a moment where one moment where i had to channel all the crying all the sadness for heaven because mm. it was my first pet. um but something that i want to talk about is something we spoke about prior where you said that you know heaven's death was kind of like a epiphany kind of watershed moment kind of a um rocky moment kind of a you know threshold for you where you made a strong kind of positive self-affirmation where you the love and the care and the affection that you freely poured into heaven yeah that you would use this as a moment now to pour that unconditionally into you Mm -hmm. so like what are some of the things that you you are formed in that moment and how has that process been going
0: um, yeah, so that's something that in my moments of meditation and stillness came to me. Um, it was a joy, you know, to to, to nurture and, and to give her love. Um, and now that she's no longer with me, the decision was made um, to pour that love and that affection, that nurturing into myself. And I have... Done that through taking more time with myself, making sure that my morning regimen includes um, my visualization, my meditation, um, my just speaking loving words to myself. So that has been something that I've implemented. Since her death, as well as being more consistent in my physical fitness, my physical activities, um, so I'm like I'm like you know feeding myself more, which which has been helpful. I have to say it has been it's been it's been really helpful. In addition to that, um, she taught me to be more loving and open with the individuals I come in contact with. So that's something else that I've been able to implement, but just by, you know, hailing up someone that you see walking in the street when I go for my walks in the morning and giving someone a compliment, you know, making someone feel good just by a gesture or a word. Um, And that's how heavy was. She would just come up to you and give you like a hello, a tail wag, um, you know, she was just that kind of dog. So I'm really doing my best to be more overtly friendly because I'm I'm pretty much an introvert. So I've been really going out of my way or, or, or you know, leaving my comfort zone to really engage individuals um, that come into my space, that come across my path in a positive way. So that's something else I've taken over from the death.
1: Um. So, what about, like, in terms of pets, like, would you see yourself getting another pet soon, like, all along? Do you feel like Heavy can never be replaced or so?
0: No, she can't. Um. So, that's been challenging because, you know, people are like, so are you going to get another one? And it's like, it's, it's, it's not that it's not that easy in moments. It's like, yeah, I want another pet, but it's like, she's not like a shirt, you know, she can't be replaced. Like, like she's not like a pair of jeans that, that no longer fit well. And you want to get a new one. So I do feel sometimes like I'm doing a disservice to her by even like thinking about getting another pet because there'll never be like another heaven. Like she's one and only she's unique. Um, So, so, so yeah, I'm not ready to get another pet to, to, to get another dog or cat or anything right now. Um, I have to, you know, go through my stages of, of grief and, um, feed myself some more and later on, you know, I'll be in the space to really make that decision, As far as getting another pet, what kind of pet. Uh, I'm not sure that a Shih Tzu really fits here. Uh, I'm not sure I'm going to get another purebred. Uh, I don't know if I want a pot hound necessarily. But I have to definitely see what type of dog. Um, I, I, I get in the future and I have to put more thought into that, thinking about climate, my lifestyle, travel, um, what, yeah. So I'm not, I'm not anywhere near making that decision yet.
1: I'm still on on lessons, like still on lessons. Like what, 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 what are some of the other lessons? Any more lessons that you have learned from, from this experience recently in in the last of heaven, like profound lessons?
0: profound lessons uh for me I don't know how profound it is but it's just something that I did realize that um how important pets are how important animals are how much of they have such a strong life force their and their impact is just so powerful and you know that really needs to be respected and like I was I was never like a a vegan because of like animal rights or you know, not anything against that. I, I do believe in, you know, that animals have a right to live. But it wasn't until heaven that I really, really experienced and saw how much animals deserve to be loved and respected because they add so much to the world. They bring so much joy. They 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 are so unique um each and every one of them. So it's definitely given me an appreciation for animals. I even walk around now. You should see me. I want to pick up like every stray pot hound and take care of it. I look at iguanas differently. Like, I just look at animals with a, a new lens of love and appreciation. Goat, sheep, sheep, not sheep, goat, sheep, every animal. So that is something that I've noticed about myself now. Like, a, just a new appreciation and love for all animals.
1: So far, like... Um, in the period that you have been in Grenada, like what's your, 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 your take and thoughts on the way in which like pets and animals are are treated largely in in Grenada? Like what has been some of the findings you have have noticed in terms of your interaction with, with Grenadians and pets and so on?
0: Well, I'm not, so my, I mean, I am, you know, my parents are South American Caribbean and it's universal within, you know, the West Indian Caribbean culture that animals aren't really given that type of love and respect. So, it's pretty hard wrenching to walk about or even to drive about and see the amount of stray dogs and cats that are around and how malnourished they are, how they're they're infested how they sometimes have injuries upon injuries um the, the babies the the um the the yeah it's 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 pretty bad it's pretty bad here uh comparing to the united states and how we treat animals and the amount of strays and animals you see on the street is just not the same it's not anywhere near the same
1: what, what about the cost of pet healthcare? Like, like your first experience of having like a sick pet, like what what were some of the things that you noticed in terms of like cost and interaction with like vets and medical system and so on?
0: That had its challenges because the animal hospital is closed. When I called and they were open, there's no X ray machine, it was broken. Um, so you have challenges within the systems here that you wouldn't get in 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 a New York because if one, and there's number of vets, there's number of hospitals. You can get emergency care. I wouldn't have to be waitlisted. I wouldn't have to go to the animal shelter to get care. So it's very different as far as. The amount of animal hospitals we have, the amount of vets, um, availability for ultrasound and x-rays are abundant. Um, it's out of pocket, yes, but it's same here. It's out of pocket. It was pretty affordable, you know, compared to American prices as far as getting the help. But then my concern was the quality of care the limited resources they did not have a scale um to weigh her so i was really i had concerns about whether or not they provided the appropriate amount of medications due to her weight her being a small bred dog and her being ill and have lost substantial amount of weight and them not being able to weigh her and kind of like i guess eyeballing to make sure that the amount of medication, this dosage was appropriate, which I think it was not. Um, So those are the challenges that I've had to deal with here in comparison to New York where there, there are no challenges. Like I can get a vet within a mile radius from my house. Like that was never an issue a groomer, never an issue. We respect and love our animals and there's a market for that because people are really, really invested in their animals and their animals' care and well-being. So there are businesses that support that. Um, So there's, there's never an instance where you feel as a, um a pet owner that you do not have uh, a vet, a doctor, a groomer, um, food, medication readily available at all times for your animal. The only way that um, things will change here is if animal owners and most from abroad really put pressure on the government, to implement changes but then it's also a cultural context that you know people just don't agree and we have to respect that as foreigners coming in uh, and do with what's within our roles to change it because for right now for most people that have pets you have to go the route of a local vet to come to the home test your animal out see what's going on but when If it's something serious, which was in my case, where like an ultrasound or x-rays given is needed, excuse me, then you're met with more obstacles because you're then relying on two places on an island (laughs) um, to provide you with that service. And if there's just one x-ray machine and that one's broken, then you're asked out. Um, so those are the challenges and those things we understand cost money. So if you're already in a financial decline or you're having financial challenges, will that money be put to, um, an animal x-ray machine? I, you know, I don't think so. So, you know, I'm speaking from hurt and grief, but I'm also rational,
1: so as you wrap up cuz cuz time has elapsed that, that 30 minutes went by very quickly. Um for you like what's if you could have one more moment in heaven what what would it be one more moment like 2 minutes what would that activity be and why?
0: Uh playing catch because um and you know this she's so funny like she she didn't get the concept at you throw it she gets it and brings it back to you heaven would get it and then she would look to you to chase her (laughs) for the ball so it was like throw i get it now if you want it come get me so that was hilarious god that was the cutest thing because she would just look at you like well you want the ball back you better come get it So I would definitely have another um, throw the ball, chase heaven session. (laughs) Um, So guys, yeah. So thanks for that. It definitely was lovely to recall those happy moments and just to remember heaven at her best and most glorious and um, just appreciate her, appreciate what she bought, Um, appreciate the lessons learned, appreciate her love and her kindness, and just a beautiful being that she was. Uh, So thank you for listening and sharing in our Memorial to Heavy. And we will be back um, next week with the last in our mind, body, and spirit series so again thank you guys so much for sticking with us for listening and tuning in and we look forward to being with you again next week much love